Welcome to I'm the Other Guy. This is the podcast where up-and-coming comedians talk about their one-to-one offstage experiences with the greats of comedy. I'm your host, Christian Lawrence. Our theme song's by Superfun Yeah Yeah Rocket Ship. Much like this podcast, Superfun's been taking some time off. But make sure to catch their next live show March 7th at the Firebird in St. Louis, where they'll be opening for the Electric Six. That's going to be an awesome show. Bare Knuckle Comedy, the comedy collective that produces this and several other podcasts, has been busy working on videos, preparing for comedy festivals, all this kind of stuff. It's been a while since our last episode. Thanks for staying subscribed. So today's episode is a shorty. It's a second, offhand story that our last guest, Aaron Brooks, told me after our main interview. We're going to go straight into it today. So put your pants on, kids. This is my interview with Aaron Brooks about Carlos Mencia. Oh, I'm the do we have another? Can we have time for another weird pseudo celebrity story? Of course, um, of course. <clears throat> Carlos Mencia. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> so Carlos Mencia comes to comedy, etc. Again, and he has this reputation of just burning the light, like doing three-hour shows. Yeah. Right, and yeah. just doesn't give a shit about the club. And this is like, a, this is a theme. Like I've talked to people in Austin at Cap City, and they're like, "Yeah, he does this. He'll do shows for two hours." Apparently, the night before, he was in Dubuque, Iowa, and did a three and a half hour show. Jeez. So he comes to comedy, etc. It's him and his opener is his brother-in-law named Rivas. That was his name, like a younger black guy. Hold on, feel free to stretch some as long as you want. By the way, oh okay. Don't 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 feel like you have to keep it short. Oh okay, cool. Um, I'll, I'll edit that chunk out, but keep going. Cool. So it's uh, Carlos and Rivas, and then he has his tour manager, and then he has his videographer. He was preparing for his newest. Stand up special. I think it was the first one he did after my dementia was canceled. Mm-hmm. So he like lost a bunch of weight, like got in really good shape, and he's gonna do this like super tight hour on Comedy Central. I think it was, and uh, it might have been might have been one of the premium networks. But so he's doing this, preparing for this whole thing. He's gonna shoot at the end of the year. Comes to comedy, etc. One night only, thirty five bucks. Carlos gets a hundred percent of the door. The room is full. I, the waitresses Art and I are like the only white people. In yeah. the entire building yeah. at that point. Yeah. So uh, Rivas goes up, does like 10 minutes. He brings me up. I do 25. And then Carlos does over two hours, right? Uh, they're, they're lighting him. He won't get off stage. They're lighting him. But the problem is, like, in a comedy club, you the last call is, like, you know, 35, 40 minutes into the headliner set. Yeah. So they can get all the check drop ready. So they do the check drop. And he has another, he does it in over another hour on top of that. So people are like, can we get more drinks? And they, no, we have no idea when he's coming off stage. So uh, he does his whole set. And at the end of it, he goes, hey, um, I want the other guys to come back on stage. We're going to tell some street jokes. This was something I was not prepared for. Right. I had no idea this was going to happen. So Rivas, Rivas is like, yeah, he does this. I was like, what the fuck? Nobody told me this. I don't know like a lot of street jokes. The only street jokes I know are like old racist jokes that my <laughs> uncle told me, right? It just jokes about dicks. Like I don't know, I don't know good street jokes. So we get on stage and they each tell one, and it gets to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm literally the only white person I can see, so I'm gonna tell a racist joke, right? <laughs> right? So, oh my God, Aaron's rolling the dice here. This so, is this is gonna be great. So the joke I said were what are the first three words in any Mexican cookbook, and people just start immediately groaning like oh, and I go steal a chicken, 
right? That's the joke. All right? That's just the joke. It's like this, whatever. It is what it is. Right. And the fucking roof comes off the place, right? And Carlos leans over to me, and he goes, oh, man, I'm going to use that. And I said, I bet you would. Right? And just and smiled at him, right? I just, like, just looked at him, and he, he patted me on the back and just kept on fucking going. Oh, my God, Aaron. Just kept on going. Oh, man. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because he's like, he's a renowned joke thief, you yeah. know? Right? He's stolen jokes from people that I know. And oh, my God. So we do this whole fucking weird street joke thing, and I tell a couple more, and everybody is like, man, you crazy, white boy. On my way, out the, the people are coming out the door, and I just... It was like, I felt, I felt, it was the only time in my life I feel like I could identify with a minority because people were just like, man, white boy. Right. And it was like, whoa, this is weird. Right. Uh, but it was, uh, it was so bizarre. And he, same thing with that guy though. He, he did over two hours, killed wire to wire. Yeah. It was easy and it was, it was hacky and whatever. But uh, he gave the people their money's worth, and he signed everything. He took pictures with everybody. Although, if you wanted a picture, you couldn't take a picture of him. Mm. They had a Polaroid where it was like $25, and you can get a picture with everybody in your group. Mm. So he even asked the wait staff, do you guys want a picture? And they're like, yeah, sure. He goes, okay, it's 25 bucks." And they're like, oh, never mind. No thanks. So that was my Mencia experience. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God, Aaron. That's remarkable. (laughs) That is insane. What's he gonna do? You know what I mean? What's he? What's he gonna do? Take a swing at me on stage, right? <laughs> after after people not hearing what we said to each other. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That was my interview with Aaron Brooks about Carlos Mencia. These are the kind of stories that comics love to tell, but can't really tell on stage. I'm always on the lookout for these kinds of stories, so if you know someone or are someone with a story like this, contact me at imtheotherguypodcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet at at barenuclehaha. I'm the Other Guy is part of the Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast Network, so check out some of our other podcasts. There's Instant Expert, hosted by Andrew Mahalovich in which Andrew interviews comedians, improvisers, and other compulsive liars about jobs they don't have and topics they know nothing about. The comic learns what they're going to be interviewed about as soon as the interview starts. One of our other podcasts, Justin Needs a Ride, released its last episode and is done. Justin had a good time talking to comics in cars, but he felt it was time to end it. Thanks for listening. Bare Knuckle Comedy is preparing to move to our new live show venue, and we'll have word on that soon. Also, if we have any listeners in the Dallas, Texas area, Bare Knuckle Comedy will be participating in the Dallas Comedy Festival this March 2016. Make sure to scope out BKC on Facebook or Twitter for more news about that. I'm Christian Lawrence. This has been I'm the Other Guy. I hope the feng shui in your house brings you closer to contact with Gaia. Bare Knuckle Comedy.